Come one, come all, it's this week's New Year's Money Nappage Podcasting. Hello, Keith. Hello. This is uh, uh this is this is cool, this new platform, but I didn't get the intro video just then, did you? Yeah, I got the intro video. I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Um Weird. I have to adjust some of these things here. So, um yeah, we're in a new studio and the 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 themes changed with the, the the what you call it with the text. It's gone all weird. It shouldn't be that text. Anyway, not important. All that's important is we've got some nice pop culture stuff to talk about. We have um, Book of Boba Fett. I wanted to talk about Cobra Kai, but you haven't watched Cobra Kai. Not yet. So can't talk about Cobra Kai. Didn't talk about Hawkeye's the end of Hawkeye. So we're going to. F- finish off the Hawkeye and we're going to talk about The Expanse. And I did want to talk about Don't Look Up because Nigel saw Don't Look Up. Um, typical. <clears throat> talk about that. You can talk about it because I'm I'm less likely to watch it. Oh, I, 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 the, the truth is I've watched the first 30 minutes of it and I just went... Uh, yeah, I watched like... the first 10 minutes of it and then went the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want Nigel here to do. We usually do a review at the end of the year, but Nigel's not here at the moment, so we'll go through a review of what was good and what's coming up in the new year next week. Um, but because there's only two of us, we're just going to talk about stuff that was left out from last year. We want to kind of keep things um, happy. Um, <laughs> so I can, I can, I can see a comment that I already agree with, but I'm not going to put up on the screen yet. So let's talk about. Disney's The Book of Boba Fett, a uh, intergalactic plumber who wants to get his plumbing business sorted. Um, I used the term spectacularly average to describe The Mandalorian. I'm going to use the term average to describe The Book of Boba Fett. I wasn't gripped. Um, No. Yeah. (laughs) That's it, really. I I can't go any further than that because I'm like... Mm, yes, it was interesting to see how he got out the Sarlacc pit. That oh, like was... we didn't know. I'll be honest with you, I saw that in Robot Chicken, <laughs> and he had the Stormtrooper with him too in Robot Chicken. No Stormtrooper, if I remember, fell down that hole. True, true. There were other people who fell down the hole, but no Stormtrooper. What the fuck? Bad my language. Um, I have to so, go back and watch Jedi. That's a good point, actually. No stormtroopers. Um, there were no stormtroopers on Jabba's barge. That's a very good point. That is a very good point. But, I'm not sure. But in in Robot Chicken, there was a stormtrooper, and I think they took those points from Robot Chicken. Makes sense. It, it makes much, so much more sense. <laughs> The thing is, he feels was like really cocky, like he was in Robot Chicken too. That'd be really good. So <coughs> let's get this right. We have the 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 person who's probably second in line for the second badass in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, he's the only person to ever talk back. I'll say to Doctor Who then to, to, to Darth Vader. Yeah, he's the only person to turn around and say stuff because like, Darth Vader was like, I oh, know, trust him. He's a He's worth the money, yeah. Um, so we got the we got the Sarlacc pit thing, and then we had him dragged around by sand people, and he was then 
I, I ritually humiliated because that's how you do things. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If he would have, if 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 he would have, you know, called out Sarlacc pit, keeled over, woke up, yeah, found out he was butt fucking naked in the middle of Tatooine, yeah, that would have been more interesting. Yeah, he would have turned around and said, "Fucking Jawa, little bastards! I'm going to kill them, all of them." <laughs> It, it it's interesting because I noted that that the, the chief of the, the the what do you call them the the sand people um, sand people um, had the same stick that he has when he fights the man when he's in with the Mandalorian. So obviously he learns his fighting skills from the guy that he fights and gets his ass handed hey, to him. The, hang on, hang on a second, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Mandalorian slash basis for all the stormtroopers. Slash badass who could uh, who who could talk but so confident in his his abilities he would talk back to Darth Vader. Learn how to fight with a stick from a from a, no yeah I know what do you know what I mean I I don't suppose it annoyed me as much but now that you point that out yeah it's a very good point <laughs> now you can uh, share it's my a very good point. That is a very good point. Um, I hadn't really noted that before, but that is a very good point. Yeah. That's the bit that gets me. He is supposed to be, you know, he, as I said, he's the second baddest person in all of um, all of Star Wars and, and, and he's getting treated like that. I just, I, I know what, what you should, he should have done is he should have been in the desert. He lost his armor somehow. Yeah. As I said, woke up butt naked. Yeah, made his way to some. I mean, he made his way to some kind of village or something. Yeah, made himself useful there by, you know, maybe they could have had you know uh, a problem with raiders or something, and he took all the raiders out. Yeah, mm. showing mm. how hard he was. Okay, the problem is, I think the first problem we've got is the actor isn't in the best of physical conditions, and that's very rude for me to say, considering I'm a fat bastard. Well, not fat bastard. I'm, uh, I'm working on it. I don't mean he fire. looked. Uh, he, when he climbed out the Sarlacc pit, he looked a bit. From the corner they shot him, he looked a bit suddenly not as slender as he was when he went into it. Um, he had dad bod. Uh, <laughs> he did a little bit. He Peter did a Griffin. Little bit. It's like that was okay. Um, yeah. I, I noticed that with you know I'm a fine one to talk, but he did um, he did um, yeah dad bod is probably the nicest way to put it. Um, I noticed that in there um, because the other actor was a, a lot s- more slender and younger. Yeah, he's got he's got um, he's got this stunt double who's quite well put together, and then there's him. <laughs> oh, right, okay, so. We've got that bit, okay, and then we get the, the he's in he's in what was Jabba's throne room or uh, whatever his name was, pink face, yeah. And we're in like Jabba's throne room, and all these people are turning up, yeah. And then the person who is like the mayor, yeah, um, mayors, oh, whatever you want to call them, they show up, right? And it's like, oh no, we, we were expecting a tribute. It's like that's not that's not how it works. And he, t- he should have turned around and cut his arm off and goes, give him his arm, give him his hand. He goes, give that to your mayor as a tribute. Something gangster. They're That's making... what, he's supposed to be a gangster. 
but that that I mean, yeah, I agree with you. But that that it is on purpose because you know, um, what's her face keeps telling him, no, you're meant to, you know, kick the shit out of them. Why are you not kicking the shit out of them? Oh, I don't want to do it via violence. Blah blah blah. You're Boba fucking fat. <laughs> you 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 know, you're 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 Boba bloody fat. You're meant to use violence, but may, they're obviously going somewhere with it. But we'll have to see. Um. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It, you are right. You make you make you it, make good points. I just I I watched it and the, the one the bit that fucking got me the bit that really grated on me yeah they get attacked with these guys with shields outside the uh, thing yeah outside the casino or wherever it was yeah. Boba Fett has a jetpack. Yes. We've seen this. They've shown this in the bloody Mandalorian. They showed the Mandalorian with the jetpack. Yeah. So why didn't he just grab Watsamush, fly up into the sky, and then like orbital bombardment, and then come down and finish off who was left? Why was And then he fires a rocket at one of the shields, which then bounces off. You dumb fuck! Even I know that wasn't going to work. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, maybe think... I'm reading too much. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. Well, I mean, the Mandalorian I quite liked, and it was from the same people that did the Rebels. But now that you've pointed out all of these these things, maybe you have a good point. Glaring I mean, was... problems. Mm, mm, mm. We'll have to see. I mean, the it, the first episode was written by. I noticed it was written by John Fatheru, but Filoni had little to do with it. By the way, so he got no, a, um, was, executive that, that producer. That was written on the back of a napkin on a transatlantic flight, right? That's what, that's how well that was written. These, I don't understand why they are doing these thirty-minute Star Wars episodes. We want long, forty-five-minute episodes, like we got with pretty much Hawkeye and everything. Why are we getting these short-ass episodes that they did the same with the Mandalorian? They, it, it's annoying. I would have. I want. I would have put together a film and had it as a Christmas special. That's what I'd have done. I would have had a, a quite a long two-hour film that everyone could sit there and go, "Wow, that was pretty good." No fat, no filler, nothing, none of that nonsense. Um, then, 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 then. Oh, right. So he kills. So I just, I, I just don't get it. Who is this character? He's not Boba Fett. That's my thing. Where is it? You're like, like he had the bit where he's getting dressed by the droids. Yeah. So he's getting dressed by the droids, and it's like, it's not. He's not the Boba Fett like that we saw to... a year ago. You're right. He's not even the no. Boba Fett that kicks the shit out of everything that fucking moves Boba Fett mm. um, that we had in the last man. Yeah, Boba flop. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit floppy at the moment. He's got a little bit of a problem. Can't get maybe, it out. Maybe maybe, like maybe he needs some little blue pills. To become Boba Fett again. Yeah, um, but don't take them some random black guy in a toilet stall, um, like in the Matrix. <laughs> Here, take the red pill. I'm trying to come for a shit, mate. Um, <laughs> it, oh, this is worse than the Mandalorian. I didn't. I'm. I, you know, I wasn't keen on the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fine. I wasn't keen on the Mandalorian. I, 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 I didn't. I, I didn't think it was. You're all going, ah, and I know what it was. It's the abused girlfriend syndrome. Yeah, you've been abused for so long, just having anything nice. Yeah. Oh, we beat me last night, but he came back with flowers this morning. 
Yeah, that's what that felt like to me watching you guys because I could separate because I, I I disconnected from Star Wars on Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that's when I disconnected. I go back and look at those movies and I think that would have made a really good premium TV series if it had been spread out because they, unlike Boba Fett, they had too much story to compress into a film. Yeah, George Lucas went oh, all these threats duh, 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 and, and they become a little unmanageable. This it's just like kind of. As I said, in the galactic guy trying to sort of a bloody plumber. Um, I don't hold out much hope for this series. There's rumours that Han Solo's coming into it because that's what they think wins a TV series. So Han Solo will turn up at the end, and I'm like, Wait, yeah, but who? Really? It can't be. Are they going to digitally de-age Harrison Ford? Is that what they're going to do? That's the rumour. Yeah, and I'm like, no, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Looks like powder '95. I, uh, I know that's a film reference. Hang on a second, I'll just pop this up. Yeah, I know that's a film reference, but I can't remember what film. Um, oh, dude, I have to remember. That. I'm sure it's like some kid with alopecia or something, something to do with electricity. But my brain's not working, so I'll have to come back to that one at another point. But it's it's, oh my god, it's so long. I'm. Uh, mm. You forgot that it was that bad. You forgot that you watched it. When we would, we no, uh, I had forgotten that I'd watched like, that. Oh yeah, that's how good I, it was. I don't even know where I watched it. Um, I must have watched it when I got back. Yeah, <laughs> can't remember. I did watch it, it. I did watch you watched it. it but... and went, oh, brain could save some space. I push it to one side. We could talk about Doctor Who later. Did you watch Doctor Who? No, not yet. I didn't watch I'm, it. I watched. I watched because I, I thought. I've got a... And I've lost. I have lost Keith. I don't know where he is. Hopefully, he will come back in. I don't know what happened there. Oh, there he is. He's, let's put him back on stream. Here we go. What did you do? What button did you press? I, I don't know. This this is a bit weird because when you're showing comments, I'm not seeing them. Um, when you're showing, uh, I can't even use the chat. Can you reply in the chat? Because I can't reply to. Um... Can you reply in the chat? What do you want nope. to reply in the chat for? Sorry, sorry, I'm going to stop the podcast because uh, Keith wants me to reply in the chat. What would you like me to reply in the chat? I just want to see if it works. Oh, now I can. Ah, huh, weird. Okay, don't worry. It's working now. I can't take him anywhere, um, no. even virtually. So, <sighs> this crap, it's going to be crap. This is crap. This is. Um, there's lots of people who got pissed off with the, with Disney Star Wars after the Gina Carano incident, and I don't blame them because that's that's rude and unprofessional, yeah. And that's the problem with people today; they, they tend to be rude and fucking unprofessional. So instead of you know you know asking her politely, they want to fucking you know put her you know yeah. put her in a fucking struggle session with the thirty annoying people on Zoom, um, but. It's one of those things. Uh, I think um, it's going to be crap up until the end, and then Han Solo's going to show up, and then you're going to be like, oh my god, Han Solo! And then they'll be like... Oh, I don't know, because here's the thing, right? When Luke Skywalker turned up, I kind of thought it was awesome that Luke Skywalker turned up, but they did a really shit job. And, you know, there's this guy on YouTube that literally, less than a week later, does a deep fake that looks so much fucking better than what they did so much better mm. they employed him 
<laughs> so, well, um, he's doing Han Solo then. We know the probably, person. Possibly. The question possibly. is, the question is, is Harrison Ford going to crash something into the set of Boba Fett? <laughs> or break a leg? Yeah. If Harrison Ford asked to borrow one of my drones, no. No, mate. Just, just no. He's going to fucking land in a golf course, mate. Mm. Um, off the 18th hole. So, um, so <laughs> I don't know if Nigel's seen it. I don't know. Nigel might have liked it. Um, I'm hoping he liked it so we can have a difference of opinion so we can we can talk better. On these I, I don't but... think it... It didn't bother me as much as I think it bothered you. Um, but, well, it didn't at the time. Now that you've pointed out all these things, it kind of bothers me. <laughs> you bastard. Um... I, 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 the reason is I, I, I noticed these things because I wasn't enjoying myself. If I was enjoying yeah, myself, I'd enough. look past them. Because if you... The best example of that is Spider-Man No Way Home. There are fucking holes in that story. But because yes. I enjoyed it, I overlooked the holes. And because I... And I was paying attention to the story and the characters and all those bits, yeah? And because I was paying attention... I, I looked over them, but because I wasn't enjoying the story and I wasn't paying attention to the characters and stuff, yeah? Um, I didn't. And the other thing, too, is I think Ming Yang Wen, or whatever her name is, his sidekick... I can't remember her name is. I think she's also got a stunt double, like, what's his mush? Because she's got the specialised mask that she can pull up and become someone else so she can do parkour and stuff. Um... It, it, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, you you say that about Spider-Man No Way Home. I went back and watched Spider-Man 2 this week, and that has holes, but I still love it. So you're, Because you're right. you enjoy it, you look past the holes. That's the that's the that's the trick. It's just you if you if you if you immerse the viewer or the watcher or reader or whatever in whatever story it is, you start looking past those those holes. Okay. I think we should. Um, move on and talk about Hawkeye. I will use... Uh, I can't find my thing. Oh, I can use a bump, but I can't find my bumps because it's all new. Because I've lost the thumbnail for the what's-it bump. Nope, sorry. Anyway, there was supposed to be a bump there. We're moving on. I'm going to talk about Hawkeye. Which I enjoyed and didn't enjoy. Because they fucked the ending up. And I was fine up until the very end bit. What do you mean they fucked up the ending? How? Where? The Kingpin and Echo. Oh, he's not dead. Echo Echo looks like she shots Kingpin. And all they had to do, instead of putting that stupid fucking musical bit at the end, yeah, was show Echo on the floor in a puddle of blood and a car driving away. And that's all you had to do. And that would have probably set it up because she probably wanted uh, revenge on him after she... Apparently, there was a kingpin stinger at the end, which they decided not to use. Apparently, there was. Uh, she didn't kill him. I mean, he's clearly coming back. You don't just bring King, well, he's... King back for that. Yeah, I know, but they made out they killed him. That's the problem. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I... And I know the rule, the rule for, for, for comic book things, unless you see him die directly in front of you, they're not dead, but still pulling that shit to make it look like she she got one over on Kingpin. I was like... annoyed by the stupid musical number at the end. You know, putting the, the full version. I don't know of why they did that. What, no, I why don't. did they do that? That was everybody everybody's favorite bit. They were all talking about it all over the internet. They were all talking about it, how they fucking hated it, and you put it at the end, you dumbass. I don't. I don't think you even needed Echo. Um, lying in a pool of blood. I think you could have just seen a foot or something, or or something to insinuate that Kingpin. No, no you just wasn't seen it. And they intended to do that. 
they were supposed they... to have she's supposed to have a TV series, and if she got shot, then she's left for dead. Yeah, that gives her time to heal up, figure out what's going on, hunt him down. The problem is that uh, the... I've never seen fucking tokenistic casting as bad as as as, as Echo. She can't fucking act. She can barely fucking fight. She's just got she's got one leg and she's deaf, and that's the reason they picked her. I'm sorry. You could have picked a stunt person. You could have picked a stunt person who probably was deaf from fucking listening to explosions and whatnot, yeah. And had them them do the role, yeah. Sorry, she's a shit character. And we, 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 all we want to she do was we annoying. See, we want to see King. Yeah, no, she was shit. Not annoying. Don't be polite. Be honest. No, she was annoying. I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't go as far as to say shit, because that would feel that I had. So she's supposed to be the villain, yeah. She's supposed to portray danger and peril. But the idea, yeah, but she wasn't at the end, was she? They, they, they did a a blatant switch. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. But before then, when she was supposed to be the villain, she was annoying. And then, yeah, she was annoying, and she wasn't a very good villain because I wasn't scared of her. I could. My son could knock yeah, her out. I, I was just I was waiting for 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 what's her face to knock her out, and it just didn't happen. And I suppose that was annoying. That's like, what come he on, wanted. Knock her out. That was should have been yeah. the last fight between Echo and Thingy. It was but, like, come on, okay. just slap the bitch and get rid of her because she's just annoying. Um, she's obviously not the main baddie. She she doesn't give you that sense of foreboding. That I, I mean, and the minute at the end of the fifth episode where Kingpin, hell, fucking what's her face? Um, um. You know, um, what's her face's sister was far more menacing than than, yes. than the other one. You know, yeah. um, and I don't like I don't like Florence Pugh as Gypsy Black Widow because she comes across as a Gypo version of fucking Black Widow. She really does. You listen to her, and she sounds more Romany Gypsy than she does Russian. And I'm just like, oh, I don't like you. Can we have Hawkeye fight Kingpin, please? And it's like, okay, you got Junior Hawkeye fight Kingpin. Okay, and I'm like, that was all right because when she was in, when she was fighting him, the actress, because she's a good actress, did sell. Oh fuck, I am really out of my depth a couple of times in the fight, and I'm like, that I like that. That's good. Keep that. That's 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 the the thing. The thing was, a lot of people have criticised this for being the Kate Bishop show, and it is the Kate Bishop show. But you know what? She, um, Haley Seifield is so charismatic and so fucking likable. That I didn't care, and the fact no, that she as a... has a really good chemistry with, um, you know, Jeremy Rayner as Hawkeye, it worked for me. That 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 duo worked, and that final episode where you know she realizes that her mum's cow could have told you that, um, and you know has her arrested at the end, which is like that's you know you got off lightly in my opinion. Um, I never liked the mum. The mum was a bitch all the way through. Um, oh no, you know and, the mum was bad. And you know the I, I the one thing I thought at the end was oh, oh I did it all for you. Boo fucking shit you did. You know boo fucking shit you did it for your daughter. Don't don't mm. even try it. Um, but do you, do you know do you know despite all my frustrations with this as a TV show, yeah. It's the best Disney Plus Marvel TV show there is. Doesn't doesn't fuck the universe like Loki does. Doesn't destroy like Loki does. Isn't preachy like isn't preachy like um, Black Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, 
I didn't, didn't dislike Loki. Didn't tell us a load of red herrings like Wanda did, but I I would watch this one over the others. I like Loki because again I find Tom Hilston charismatic. Did I like this more? Probably because of Hayley Seifield. Um, because again, I like her. I just genuinely like her. I think she is good in everything I've seen her in. She's just likable. Um, um, I don't dislike Loki. I don't think... Uh, did Loki destroy the universe? I think it was It was and setting Loki. up the multiverse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was setting up multiverse and variants, which is going to come home just, in in Doctor Strange. Just, just a real, a real quick one. Um, Loki set up multiverse, and Spider Man set up multiverse because not everyone watched on Disney Plus. Which one do you think did the better job? I'm just Spider-Man. saying, Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man. I mean, but that that goes without saying. But I'm biased because I'm a huge Spider Man fan. When it when it came to Loki, I really did enjoy the conversations between him and Owen Wilson. I'm hoping there's a podcast somewhere of those two talking for a couple of hours because I could listen to it. I, That's the I, truth when it comes to Loki. I enjoyed Loki. I enjoyed this more. I hate uh, the Captain America thing because of what it was. Um, and I did not like WandaVision. I thought WandaVision was a was a waste of fucking time. Um, and I found WandaVision I, I, annoying. I, I, I preferred WandaVision to Loki because it didn't destroy anything. The only I, problem, my only problem with it was was the fact that they they could have put the the whole X Men in there, and they bottled it. Oh, they, they could, could have, have done, done so much not, with one division. I and you're right, and and I think that's why I'm so pissed off with it. Um, the Captain, you know, America, but you know, Bucky, and uh, that was that's just... the worst one out of all of them. He, 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 the character journey is he realizes he's black I, at the end of it. I actually find it. I actually find it insulting, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood's complete misunderstanding of it. You know, I have said this, and I will say this once more: the most powerful symbol that you could have done was left it where it was at the end of uh, the the one good thing about the ending of Endgame is is. Captain America, you know, handing over the shield to thing. And there's no, oh, but you're black. There's no thing. And then the next we see him, he's full in his Captain America suit fighting the bad guys. And it could have been this buddy comedy. None of this, oh, I'm black. I don't think I'm ready. Bullshit. That, you, just, you, you, you made him different by spending five hours looking at his color. The biggest message you could have sent was not talk about his color. That would have been it. should have done. What you should have done is you should have had had it. So you saw him at the beginning and he wasn't pro, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah. And his journey turns to him to pro at the end. So he gets to the end of the film. Yeah. And the dude can kick ass like Captain America. Yeah. And you could have had Bucky trying to teach him, try to temper him, try to provoke him. Yeah. And then him trying to provoke him back and then ha- having little tussles. And the mid middle of the season, the two of them should have had a big fucking fight. They should have got angry enough with each other, so they brought the fists out and the two of them, and it's like, who would win in a fight? Falcon or Winter Soldier? Well, he's on Winter Soldier, naturally, yeah? But he could have surprised us. Yeah, he could come yeah. up with a trick, something out of the ball, something that the Bucky may have taught him earlier in the season, yeah, to beat him. Yeah, it's like that... um, it's like in Doom, where, he's, where he turns up and he goes, you've got to be ready at any time, and he fights him, and he thinks he's got him, and he turns and goes, no, mate, mate, you'll be singing Soprano for the rest of your life if you think you've got me. <laughs> right? 
I, that's oh, dude they are the, I, I, I found I, 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 it I, I, egregious I, I, actually i found it egregious i think you know and all these moronic woke people that cannot see through the the, the veil of what that was um you know it, they don't give a shit they do not give a shit about diversity or all that thing they really don't give a fuck right it i mean it, either that or they're just so dumb or they're, they're racist in their own right. I mean, it was they're, racist. I, I, and people can't see that. People go, I, I oh, but they were celebrating. No, they fucking do you know what, Do you know what got me? It's when he talks to the other guy. He goes, oh, I don't think they're ready for a black Captain America. We had a fucking black president. Yes. From the country. You've had you black astronauts sure since the fucking had... 70s. You've had, you know, Just okay, America, America does have race Michael issues. Jordan? Yes, I they know. do, but it's not as bad as they keep making it out to be. That's the bit that gets me. It's if you sit there and just you treat people on an individual level, all of this shit goes away. That's the solution. You treat individuals as individuals, yeah? Because some people can take a joke and some people fucking can't, yeah? So you know what jokes to make where. And it's just like, be polite, be professional, be kind. Don't be an it's asshole. Just, I, I come back to this, right? Spider-Man Far From Home or whatever the, the, the first Spider-Man was because I've forgotten, or Homecoming, right? That was five years ago, right? This, the, 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 five years ago. This the, Homecoming mm-hmm. came out just before Trump, right? And I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that, that, you know, Disney went woke and all this stuff. They, and I, I keep saying this, if they gave a shit, right, about this stuff, really... They, they 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 thought about this and go okay we we have an opportunity to be diverse. Peter Parker wouldn't have been in the last Spider Man. It would have been Miles, Miles. It would have been right from the offset. Why did Disney decide to do a third incarnation of Peter Parker? Ask yourselves that, because they had the perfect opportunity and they didn't do it. So all this fucking woke nonsense bullshit. We're so concerned with everything. I, it's I, utter crap. I, I, I think I think it goes like this. Yeah, I think Disney buy things and then they just destroy them. And I've looked just at the history of things. It's like kind of Pixar. What have fucking Pixar done of any significance since Disney bought and since uh, since after their projects run out and Disney bought them? Totally true. You struggle now. Before Incredibles, Incredible Incredibles two, all all these things. But they were all slated before Disney took over. Right. Yeah, and then look at Star Wars. Here's yep. one that will really grind your gears. The Muppets. They ruined the Muppets. Yes, Jim Henson died and they sold it on to Disney thinking it would be on safe hands and they ruined the Muppets. They just take things and ruin them. Just like to point out, phase one of Marvel's cinematic universe was under Paramount. Yes, true. Fucking excellent. Anyway. It, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's try and stay a little bit more positive for the next section, which um, I want to talk about the expanse. It's easier to press me thing than that. Um, okay, this episode is everybody hates Holden um, because that's yes. what happened in this episode. Everybody hates Holden. Um, it was it was good. Um, the drummer is getting a pirate is is a pirate oh. is now taking decisive action against that was... thingy. We'll leave that towards the end. That yeah. was almost a Vonovus level speech, almost, but not quite. That was the bit that got me. It's like, oh, you're so close. 
Um, but we go back to the beginning, and 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 the, and, the, and it starts off that that um, uh, Peaches um, has found out that uh, Holden was the one who disarmed the torpedo, and then it goes from Peaches to Amos, and Amos is fucked off. He is really he looked like he was going to stab him when they were fixing that hole. Um, and then Naomi finds out, and she's even more pissed than Amos. Uh, like, I, I'm sorry, I didn't but ask I... you to do that for me. Yeah, but I found that annoying. I found I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I do not like Naomi. I can't bring myself to like her. I know that you're you're probably going to tell me that she reacted in a, in in a way, but every time she reacts like that, just I just fuck off. Just fuck off. I I, I can't get I, I can't get over season three of Naomi. I just can't. The way she acted in that, you know, she fucking screwed him over, and then she acts all fucking, you know, when they start treating her badly, she's like, oh, stop treating me badly. I'll, I can't, I, I can't get over season three. I've, I've never gotten over her portrayal. So every time that she, she does that, and I got over her portrayal in the book. I got over her portrayals in the book, just not in this. I just can't. I don't know if it's the actress or what, but I just wanted to. I was just shouting the thing. I, 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 if I was holding, I would have gone shout it. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny how it works its way through the crew, and then it gets back to Peaches, who's the person who originally discovers, and she's talking to. That Holden. was lovely. That and she, really and she turns around and goes, "Never apologize for not killing anyone." And that, I was like, was, kind of, that was that was. Right. She's like, "Oh, that's nice." I I enjoyed that scene. I I enjoyed that scene. I I, I enjoyed the um the carry on of the story with um the the proto monocle repair droid and w- what's his face turns up finally. Yes, you got to see Winston uh, Duarte. Um, and that was interesting. I don't know, but I... they never said he was a white guy, and his name's Winston and Duarte. Doesn't sound yeah. like a white guy's name. I'm going to sound rude. Really. No, it's true, but I liked what he was saying. Um, but here's the thing, and I'm going to say it again, but I want your your opinion. We have two episodes left. Can they put a bow on this? Yes, yes they can. Yes they can. Because Duarte's only just turned up, and he's like. The overshadowing. No, no, but Duarte's for the next three three seasons, which aren't happening yet. Yeah, remember your that that beginning thing is the Strange Dogs um, novella that you're you're doing it because you can yes, take I her know. brother away. The repair drone's going to fix him. He's going to take her back to parents. They're going to freak out, and then she's going to decide to run away with her brother. And she goes, "Well, I don't have to worry about food because if I die, the repair drones will fix me." Yeah, and that's yeah. that's how she sees life, and it's, it's quite good like that. And I'll be honest with you, the Winston Duarte character. In comparison to in the book, came across as a lot more sympathetic. He what he was in this, um, and, came, and you actually I were like, just, oh, I can understand. I, yeah, I, I, I the, it was an interesting chat, and I, I enjoyed that scene. I liked, um, I, I kind of liked what's his face bonding with the thing until at the end when he fucking became a dick again. Um, um, oh no, no, that's because right, no, 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 because that's a lot of stuff there that, that built up. Because I started going back through the, to the book to find it, and one of the things was, yeah, he found out that I, he, he figured that Holden had disarmed that torpedo, and the one person he hates in all of the universe, and I had to check it with the book, yeah, is Holden. He thinks he's a smug, arrogant asshole, yeah, and he fired a torpedo at him and turned it off. So now he's like, motherfucker, tried to kill us with a nuke, and then had the audacity to not kill us motherfucker he's just like toying with us like he knows that he can take us out at any one point that's how he saw that 
And that really fucked him off. And the funny thing is, that torpedo is going to kill someone. Yeah, that torpedo is going back in the pillar, and that's killing either this other killing drummer or adversarial. You reckon? One of the two. Now, the reason I I, I think it, my brain keeps going on about is adversarial is going to die because she's the lady's old, and you've got to wait ten years. And in the book, she's like 120. It's not going to happen. All right. It's just not going to happen. Logic dictates it won't happen. In the story, it can happen, but not in this, yeah? So there's a chance that'll kill her off. If not, it'll kill Drummer off. And the reason I say kill Drummer off is because Drummer's got a, a, a game coming out. There's an Expanse game featuring Drummer, and it's like kind of what would be a nice little payoff because you're not going to make any more money from the Expanse TV shows and whatnot. And they did like they do like um, Kara or whatever um, she is who plays Drummer, and that's why they've repurposed so many parts for Drummer. Because drama, yeah, is is four characters is, is an amalgamation of four characters. But she's you've been... got drama. Who? Yeah, go on. She's I love I love her. I think she's awesome. And again, a way to do a powerful I, woman. Right. I I don't want to sound rude. I think her joining a polyamorous crew is the one thing that kind of defies her character because she always kind of seemed like she she wasn't really interested in people. She hated people. And she even she even she says it in the episode. I don't I don't like I'm not but I'm not a people person. It's like she's not, but she knows what she wants to do and she knows how to do it and stuff like that. And it's it is it is frustrating that um we haven't got that sorted. Um then you had the you had the the poor um, news reporter um who got fucking blown up and witnessed the whole thing and videoed the whole thing and then went back and then checked on all the bodies and she she seemed like she was suffering from PTSD really bad, seeing like 20, 30 people being blown but out of pieces. That scene between her and Avicella where 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 Avicella was like, it makes us look weak, exactly, but it makes them look weak. She had a point. Um, and I think Avicella realized that. And that was quite that was quite a cool scene between the two of them because until now Avicella just saw her as an annoyance. But this was yeah. a the, the the balance changed in it between them, and that was again really good. I I, I know Nige can't stand her. I Avicella is my favourite character. I just I love her to bits. She's um, my she's my favourite fictional politician of all time. Yes, I agree with you. I I, I love. If I had I, a politician I, like her, I'd probably vote for her. <laughs> she's kick ass, and I and and. And I want her to be my granny. I mean, I, I just, I fucking love her. Um, I, I, I do. I adore her. I adore the voice. I know it gets on Nigel's tits, but I liked seeing her be schooled slightly. Um, and that mm. needs to happen now and again. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work between her and her husband in her, the second version of the husband because that actor was just yeah. shit. Um, the You're first gay. husband, it You're worked. Gay. It worked with the yeah. first husband. But the first husband was straight. The second husband clearly gay. I don't yeah, sound yeah. rude or anything. He was gay, and it came across. He wasn't acting straight. He was acting gay. <laughs> Nothing wrong it being just... gay, but not when you're playing a straight man. <laughs> it yeah, it was no that. I mean, I was kind of glad they killed him off. Um, but I again, that was good. Um, there was a lot to like about this episode. There was. There was a huge amount. I had a smile on my face, and it left me wanting more. And I'm really, really sad that there's only two episodes left. <laughs> fucking more. So, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Um, we've, still, we've still got the Laconian Destroyer, 
They keep hinting yes. at the Laconian destroyer. And well, they like, keep showing oh, it. <laughs> they keep showing it in the yeah. background. It's like it's there, hovering in the fucking sky. You're going. That's cool. Come on, I want. I want to play with that. That looks, <laughs> looks like I could kill someone with that model. Um, it's yeah. So we've got that. We've got um. Oh, uh, Marcos is losing it, which is great. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. When oh, it's yeah, like kind yeah. of, it goes space to two captains, and if the third captain says anything, space them to. To which Michio Parr, who's the character it's supposed to be, um, not the, the 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 quiet lady who cut the guy's arm off, um, she turns around and says, "Because I, I thought you were being rhetorical," and it's like kind of no one's talking back to you, no one's giving you any kind of counsel, no one's doing it. All your friends, and she says it, it says all your friends are dead. Yeah, I'm sorry. All your friends that they've ever been killed by drama or Naomi. Yeah. And the only one who can even close to talking to you skulking around the fucking lower decks fixing shit. And and that was a really good point. And she wanted control of Medina Station. Now Michio Parr gets control of Medina Station. But what I'm hoping they'll do is Michio Parr of the pirate fleet with drama will get control of Medina Station and not that one because that was always really weird. It was like giving Himmler control of the UN. Yeah, that's how weird it was inside the story. And it was always one of those things I was just like... Oh, oh, oh. Did I read that right? No? Okay. Um, so yeah, that's 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 going to happen. And um, yeah, it is... Oh, man. Drama. When they got attacked by the people and mate, he got his arm crushed under the crate. And then you've got the pirate, uh, Walker, and he's like, oh, shit, I know what comes next. And he pulls a knife around and starts through his arm. And you're like, oh... <laughs> Um, that was that was great. That uh, was that but was good. I like Walker. Again, that... Walker. Walker yeah. is supposed to be Ashford. Unfortunately, you know that they wanted to keep Ashford yeah. around. But... Yeah. Um. But um. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I I thought the cutting through the arm scene was a bit oh, okay, but uh, I knew it was going to happen. Um. Interestingly, she kind of got slightly redeemed there. Um, because she just was like, mm. she bought the ship in, got there and just sorted it all. So, you know, good for you. Um, and, but the drummer speech, the drummer speech, yeah, okay, it wasn't, you know, not it wasn't Susan on Vonover level of um, speech, but it was pretty fucking good you did, speech. You did start hearing that speech. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course I did. She's, but the, she's... look, you're never, you're never going to beat Susan of Vonover's speech. Susan of Vonover's speech stands the stead of time. As, yeah, as, I think it's the way she ends it. Because who am I, sweetheart? And then she goes to the whole thing. Because I'm the last thing you're ever gonna fucking see. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. And the funny thing is, the Pell is going to that supply depot to get fixed up. That's why there are people there, so they yeah. can get all their shit together. And now they can't. So, oh man. So uh, I don't know. You're right. I think I'm we have to have an extended last. I think we have to have an extended oh, one. I, I believe it is an extended one. I believe it is an extended yeah. one. Um, uh, we're not talking about Boba Fett, Chuck. We've, we finished we've, talking we've, about Boba Fett. Yeah, Trust we, me, we, it was it was class. <laughs> it was. Um, um, <laughs> so yes, you um, can come back in. Um, I, so yeah, the expanse loved it. Um, it, yeah, you're right. I, I know what you're. I, I know what you're feeling. But I'm going back through the book, it there's plot wise, there's not that much in it. It's more character wise stuff that needs to be 
dealt with. Um, I was Dotteroo last night. You poor bastard. Yeah, I was <laughs> last night, and um, how, on a level of one to bad, how bad? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that really. Bad. They did forget certain things, like they destroyed the universe and solar system and everything, um, which is quite important, especially when you're supposed to be traveling through time and space and there's no time and space to travel through. But hey, um, can't can't get it all. I was, I did get to see Jodie Whittaker die five times. Oh, wonderful! Which was, which was, which was the highlight of the entire episode. Um, it's uh, yeah. There was a there's an Irish lady in there and uh, there's a there's a black fellow with massive hair. I'm like, God, that was a lot of effort to, to maintain that hair. Um and they were locked in a time loop in a storage place. And it sounded to oh, me. Oh, is like it they, is it the uh, old run... time loop sci-fi cliche episode, is it? Kind of. They did do one interesting thing, is every time they went through the time loop, they lost a minute. So the closer they got to midnight, the less time they had. But every time they did it, more Daleks appeared. So every time it was the first time loop, one Dalek, second time loop, two Daleks, three, four, five, etc. Um, and they had machine guns. Daleks have been given machine guns in this. Which I was like, oh okay. Two cool things. Daleks, machine guns. So we kind of need what? machine guns. Three episodes left, but we 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 we're only gonna have her until the um but we're gonna have her till twenty twenty three. But we've got two episodes this year. Um, and then, yeah, I, that's what I'd like no, to no, do. To no, 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 there's, there's another new. There's, there's, uh, yeah, no, dude, it was. Trust me, you watch it. And it's like, oh, no. so, and then she said, "The thing is that, that you know, Jodie Whitt is not a very good actress because they had that doctor speech moment." And I know that Christian has been listening to people saying, "There's not, there's not been the doctor speech moment." Yeah, you have like, like you, like you have that in the first episode with um, what's his mush um, Northerner. Um, I can't remember his name now. I can Chris, picture Chris it. Eggleston. Chris, Chris Eggleston. Eggleston. Yeah, Chris Eggleston, where he talks yeah. about Earth falling through space. Yeah, and he can feel the turn of the world. Yeah, and he has that speech. You buy him then, yeah? And then you have David Tennant. And oh God, there's about five or six different speeches you could get from David Tennant. Same again from Matt Smith. The Zygon Inversion speech, which is the best speech, Keith. Is the best speech, because it speaks to not only Doctor Who fans, but the idea of war at the same time. That's how good it is as a speech, okay? That's why it's the best speech, yeah? And then Jodie has her one. It, and is, like kind it of... is a powerful. Oh, it's because it's, it's it talks about war and the metaphor and that, that you don't know who's going to get it first time around. You can feel justified to your know, heart's content pressing a button to blow someone up. No, it doesn't. My favourite Peter Capaldi speech is his final one. I love it. I think it's... it's... Oh, that's, that's, that's to Chris Chibnall. Yeah, but it's the music and and, oh, never no, no. Leave, what? Yeah, oh, and, and the switch between I, I, just, I it's just it's my philosophy on life or I try to be I suppose I try to live my life like that speech and I don't like pears um, so, <laughs> I love that right. speech that that speech is to Chris Chibnall that's yes, from right. Moffat to Chris Chibnall and, and and Peter Capaldi is more than willing to deliver that because it's like never be cruel or cowardly. Well, the doctor's been fucking cruel and cowardly. Yeah, try to you know try to be nice. No, try to be nice, but never fail to be kind. <laughs> yeah, no, you go and kill yourself. I'm fine. 
Um, but yeah, it was they were locked in a warehouse going around the loop. There's not much to it than that. I say I've pretty much described the entire episode. If you watch it, you'll come back to me and go, Yeah, they were locked in a warehouse, I went around the dialects and machine guns. But she tries to make a speech, that's where it was. She tries to make a speech about making mistakes and learning from them going on, and it just, just like it fell so far from the mark, it was unbelievable. I'm like, that's your that's your that's your speech. Oh my god. Oh my I, god. I oh mean I'm not sure I can come back to Doctor Who after the Yaz Lesbo moment in the last. Oh no! Oh, 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 hang on, cemented in this one. Oh, I f- it was cemented. Dan turns around and goes, "You fancy her, don't you?" And then he turns around to the Doctor and goes, "She fancies you, you know, don't that. That's it. And I'm like, "Oh." So let's get this straight. You turned a, a male character female instead of having female interested in males. The female still interested in females. Well done. I don't know what these people are doing or what they're thinking when they're writing this crap. Um, it was, as I said, it wasn't that bad, apart from they did forget that they had destroyed the universe in the previous episode, which is kind of a big deal. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, destroying the universe. It's like Matt Smith destroyed the universe. He then bought it back at the end of the, his first season. That's fine. I just... <laughs> Right. I, 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 I shouldn't cringe because I have no problem these people are making me cringe about things that I don't have a problem with but because of what they do and because it's so fake and because it's so nauseating you know that every character has to have a lesbian now. Everything has to be about a minority. Everything has to be, you know, diverse. Everything has to be like that. It's, and right. I'm getting fed what, up with what, it. And 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 this is going to turn people off. And this I've said this so many times. This is going to make us step back. And that's right. what worries me. But the problem is at the moment is that everyone has turned everything political, yeah? And you can't, and they've told writers and creatives they can't do X, yeah? And and when you take away the top three drawers of the cabinet of ideas, you have to reach to the bottom drawer, feel around, and what have you got? Got, you know, something about race, something about sexuality, uh, something about men and women and that's it and it's like how can you tell a story with those three ideas and the trick is you can't and the funny thing is there's one tv show that ignores all that shit and tells characters in a fun exciting way uh, and that's cobra kai oh, and you haven't so. watched it you slag no, well, I mean, Nige doesn't like Cobra Kai. You know that, don't you? No, Nige is fine with Cobra Kai apart from the karate bits. And I said to him, Nige, it's, it's ridiculous. It is completely ridiculous, yeah? There's no way the police wouldn't have got involved, yeah? You would have police and half of those kids would be going to... The poor ones would be going to juvie. The others would be locked in their houses, yeah? You know this, all right? <laughs> And that's the, it is ridiculous, and I love it because it's ridiculous. And just goes fuck it. And I think the Johnny Lawrence I, character is so. I'm so still good. trying to get through. I've I'm going to watch it, um, but I've got The Witcher to finish off. I've got 
Um, I've got that that bloody murder mystery thing that Netflix put out, you know, set in the north, another one of those ones that I just get hooked on and have to know who the fucking murderer is, even though they're a load of crap, but you have to know the end. Um, so there's that. Then I'll get on to Cobra Kai season four um, because I know I'll probably enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Terry I know. Silver's Terry Silver. They do a great job with Terry Silver. And here's the funny thing: is yeah, the Terry Silver character in Cobra Kai yeah, is younger than Daniel Larusso. Fair enough. Yeah, it's all right. So Chuck's going on is waxing lyrical about bloody Cobra Kai, and he's absolutely he's absolutely right. Apart from, I think he's autocorrect. Um... Cobra <laughs> Cobra Kai. Mate, I think the only Cobra I, think... I know is Anaconda Cobra. She was. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm sure we posted one about him and Laurie watching it together and enjoying it. And yeah, it's it's a great TV series. There you go. No, it is it is a fun, uh, and I like it because it is fun and it just tells stories. And you know, it's got a few bits in there, but they're quite acceptable. I'll be honest with you. It's it's Johnny. It's the story. Of, it's the story of Johnny Lawrence. It's the story of Johnny Lawrence acclimatizing himself to 21st century. That's what the that's what the true true story of Cobra Kai is because you listen. Johnny Lawrence is the best character. Yeah, he might not he might not be fair, but he's the best character. It's like he's trying to impress. He's the the neighbor next door. Yeah, he cooks her and her and her mother a meal and Miguel a meal. Yeah, he turns around and goes, "This you know, I made fajitas and whatnot." You know, and wanted it to be authentic and everything. To which the grandmother turns around and says, "He does know we're from Ecuador, doesn't he?" <laughs> Not, we're not Mexican. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Oh man, it's it is. It's done so well, and and, and it's done. And and there's, there's a bit in it where they they add a new character into it in episode three called Kenny. And I was expecting him to die at the end of the season. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> and the way they put him into the, the way they put him into it, and they link him back to other stuff. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced. It feels really organic. Yeah, and it works. Uh, as uh, as a character, and he, and he helps another character, and he's kind of helping another character to develop and whatnot. It's good. So I, good. I like. So it, I, plus, we remember the young cast back in the eighties. So do I. <laughs> I watched that movie a lot when I was younger. I'm not old. What are you saying? Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, it was. Um, it was. Uh, it was. It's good. It's good. It's entertaining. It's that's how you do a TV show. You tell people stories. You keep them entertained. It's got silly melodrama in it, and it's got silly. We're going to fight for no reason drama in it too. And I'll be honest yeah, with that's... you, I, I just embrace it and love it. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I I went I, I went to RCA video store. No, it wasn't. I actually when I watched. Cry Kid, I got it as a rental from a place in San Diego, and I can't remember the name of the place. It wasn't Blockbusters, it was like an off brand of Blockbusters because I was in the States at the time. Um, and it wasn't VHS. I remember watching it on VHS, I think. I think that was the first time I saw it, but then it was on the telly a lot as well. So, I mean, it's a great film. Man. So, thing, uh, you know, wax is, on, wax kids, off. It's one of those films, you know, you just things with kids, you know, Daniel Son. Never. Never had to go through the pain of rewinding a VHS tape. That's I want to watch true. the film. Ah, oh, it's the entire sequence. I've got to hit the rewind. I've got to wait like five minutes. It's three miles of tape is put from one reel to yeah. another. 
Um, I've I, I I've um, been I've been embracing the eighties in the last uh, couple of days. Um, you'll have to pay attention to my YouTube channel in a couple of days' time to understand why. But I have had the hugest fucking smile on my face. I'll show you after the stream. Um, but I have had the hugest smile on my face for the last two days. Um, and, and it is things like Cobra Kai and stuff. And, the, and this is what I was saying to Nigel. But Cobra Kai, watch Karate Kid. Karate Kid is equally ridiculous. And Cobra Kai has somehow managed to take that 80s thing, stick it in the modern age, and it still work. And, and it still has the essence of that original film. Yes, it's missing Mr. Miyagi, and it does miss Mr. Miyagi at times. And, you know, you just want him to appear, and it's just that wax on, Danielson. You know, apart from that, it's, it's brilliant. I love it. I, I, I genuinely enjoyed it, and I, and I will get into season four, I promise. You have to go and watch, trust me, watch it. You'll enjoy the crap out of it. You'll, you'll do what I do, and said, I'll watch, I'll watch two episodes, and then I'll stop, and then I'll watch the whole series all, all on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that, that's the... That's the problem. I've got two episodes of uh, The Witcher to finish, and then I will be on to this. I I, so. I had trouble when it, Witcher went from being Witcher to uh, um, um, Jennifer Wengerberg, and then I'm just stopped watching because I was like, I, I like watching Henry Cavill. Apparently, my brother says there's a really good fight where he fights like an ant-like creature. Um, yeah, yeah it's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm right. just, just looking at because Chuck's got loads of stuff in it. It's like kind of, yeah. It's not, it's, the funny thing is, is he was more Californian than he was Japanese. Mm. If you ever listen it's to true. him, it's true. That is true. Sweet the yeah. neck, Johnny. <laughs> I know. I know that. I know what that All is. All right. Um, so yes. I think we will stop it here. Um, we've got a great one. Nigel will hopefully be back with us next week and then we'll do our review of 2020 and we'll go through there. One. And go through the whole thing. Oh, and yes, I want to watch... I need to watch The Silent Sea. I've been told that it's like Waters of Mars, but done by Koreans. Um, oh my yeah. God, yes. Yes. So yeah, The Silent Sea, definitely on a watch. I also watched um, Hellbound too, which is another Korean one, which is really good. And I haven't found a way to kind of cram that into the conversation because none of you two or you at the moment have seen it. So I guess I'll have to sort that out when we're done. Anyway, guys, thank you much. For, thank you very much for watching. Can you hit the like button, subscribe or whatever it is? And we will see you in the next one. And I really hope this function works. Bye-bye. We're still live. Oh.